Who would have thought it'd be the O Wrestling Podcast? What's up, everyone? Thank you for listening. I am your host, CW. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube. Get notified whenever new episodes go live and subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. Today, we're talking about failed comebacks. Ooh, not everything works, y'all. Not every wrestler return is as triumphant as you would want to be. Sometimes uh, these incredible athletes get, you know, released for whatever reason, whatever the reason may be, quote unquote, budget cuts. They could have just been, you know, a bloated roster. Maybe they had a wellness policy, you know, failure or whatever, whatever the case may be. And then they go off and they do their thing in the indies and they get a fan base and they start making some buzz. And then it worked its way back to the big company in the sky. That's a really weird way to put that. Uh, makes it way back to the uh, the ears and eyes in WWE. And they say, hey, let's uh, let's sign that guy back and, you know, capitalize on some of that buzz. And then sometimes they come back and that buzz is rewarded, uh, i.e. Cody Rhodes. I literally described Cody Rhodes. He went around the world, made some buzz, started a whole ass company and then got brought back. And he's in the WrestleMania program. He's one of the biggest baby faces in the company in wrestling. Biggest baby faces in wrestling, uh, mostly because that man cries at every promo. doesn't matter what he's talking about. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't work. And the first one that came to mind, the reason I am even doing this episode is because it bugs me to this day, is uh, Johnny Nitro. Now, Johnny Nitro had won the Tough Enough Challenge way back in the early 2000s. And he he was in a great tag team, uh, Eminem, which is kind of the Maxim Male Models gimmick that's going on now, except less funny. They weren't funny. Maxim Male Models are not funny either. But they're our comedy act. But uh, Johnny Nitro had a fantastic singles run. And then his run petered out and he left. And then he ran off and did all this amazing work in stuff like Lucha Underground. And he, he just he made, a, he made a, a name for himself outside of WWE. Outside of the machine that is the giant corporation WWE. And then I guess with all that buzz, WWE caught wind. And they say, hey, let's bring back our protege basically he was in the wwe system he was you know part of tough enough he was trained in the in the ways of wrestling federation and then uh, they said let's bring our our homegrown boy home so they bring him back and then proceed to do absolutely nothing with him for the entire time it was a big deal that he came back and then they stuck him with the miz as we've talked about the miz is the gatekeeper he is the guy who's going to get new talent or returning talent over. They stuck him with the Miz because they had, I believe they had a, a tag team prior. They did nothing. I think they may have won the tag titles and then dropped them. And then they, you know, inevitably fought each other. And then I think the last segment Nitro ever did was he was doing some weird guru stuff. He was like sitting backstage meditating. They were trying to get something off the, the ground and it just was not happening and then they released them and i always go back to that saying well why'd you even bring them back you wasted the man's time uh there's no i i don't think in the wrestling business there's no bad tv time oh yes there is uh Shockmaster. there's no <laughs> bad tv time when you're you know working outside it's another you know i don't know if they have reels or some sort of like portfolio to get into the indies but if you're on national television and wwe you're doing a good 
you know, you're doing a good job, right? You're getting, you're, you're making the most of your minutes. So I can't, you know, deny that Johnny got some, some good buzz because I think he's in MLW now and he's doing great. Him and his wife are, I think they're doing intergender matches and stuff. He's doing great. But that one return bugs me to no end. I was like, you guys wanted to capitalize on that sort of cachet that he brought in from the Indies. And then you proceeded to do nothing with him. And it obviously it goes back to the whole discussion of Vince's, you know, getting bored of his toys kind of thing. He's like, oh, he's, the, he's, he's new and he's back. And he's like, ah, I don't really care. Just bury him and leave him alone. Uh, very strange in recent times there have been uh, uh callbacks that just didn't work jbl coming back to work with baron corbin was a colossal failure a very strange call up for a, a wrestler who's not well liked by people uh you know he has his friends but i i'd rarely hear really nice things about jbl uh, especially from back in the day they called him a bully and all that stuff and then for him to come out and just kind of play up that role, it was just a little strange, and it didn't get Baron Corbin. Corbin, it didn't get Baron Corbin over at all. If, if anything else, it could have been. Maybe it's a master plan from Triple H to be like, let's bury Corbin so hard that he gets a new gimmick, because now they're doing the whole thing where he's being overlooked. So maybe that was the plan. I doubt it. But a couple of the returns. That Triple H has brought back recently haven't really worked like Candice LeRae I feel is a little in limbo they're kind of trying to pair her up with Nikki Cross who has you know she's been there the whole time but she's floating around as well but Candice and Johnny Gargano they're they're still trying to find their footing Dexter Loomis is I, I wouldn't call him a failed experiment but he's definitely coming off of a very rough debut with Miz a very prolonged storyline that kind of you know should have ended a month beforehand and he came in with he came in with a lot of heat and then he just kind of fizzled out and now he's just sort of a goon who follows Johnny Gargano around now that I'm saying this out loud Dexter Loomis and Nikki Cross are exactly the same character they're quote unquote unhinged quiet characters who just kind of follow around Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, like the, the the husband and wife team. I'm starting to see what they're going for. Like they <laughs> both Candice and Johnny have goons that they can, you know, call upon to help them. But it's still strange the 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 lengths that Triple H is kind of going to to get these two over. And I don't think it's working all that well. But uh I think one of the biggest returns that never works ever, ever, and it happens all the time, and if I'm getting to it, you know who I'm talking about, is Goldberg. Goldberg has never had a good return to WWE. <laughs> like When he first debuted, it was great, and everyone was so excited to have Goldberg in the company, and then he had that stinker of a match with Brock Lesnar where Stone Cold literally had to stun everyone in the arena just to get the crowd back into the match because I believe both of them were leaving the company at the same time after WrestleMania or something. So they put on a crap match. They kind of uh, didn't wrestle for the first like five or seven minutes of the match. They just kind of circled each other and not in the cool like Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns way where they kind of played up to the crowd's anticipation. Uh, 
Brock and and, and Goldberg just kind of strutted at each other. It was weird. But Goldberg left and he came back and then, again, didn't do a whole lot. And every time he came back, he did another match that was either too short or too bad. I mean, he gave himself a concussion when he wrestled The Undertaker. He, The Undertaker had to literally carry him because he was like just out of it. He had a match with Bray Wyatt, I believe, and buried Bray at the height of his popularity. Like, Goldberg is anti-wrestling fun. Just everything he does is just no fun at all when he comes back. <laughs> but between him and Johnny, I mean, Johnny, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't feel like he did anything wrong. I feel like he just he he came down it came down to Vince syndrome. Like he got bored and had nothing for him. He didn't even give him like the IC title or a run in the IC. He was just like whatever, just let him go. But Goldberg, because he's a body guy, he's an old school guy, uh, and Vince really, really, really loved him. His contract was like, hey, come back once a year to bury somebody in a in a poorly done match in Saudi Arabia. And then you get your check and maybe we'll give you a title. And everyone hates it when he comes back. He loves that everyone hates it. And I don't know, every return is a failure on his part. And he still gets paid. And that's just indicative of the world. I mean, some people just fail upwards. Anyway, what's your favorite failed return in WWE? Let me know in the comments. Make sure to hit that bell and subscribe. I appreciate you and your time taking the time to listen to me ramble on about wrestling for 10 minutes a day. Thank you so much. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.